0: Welcome to Rate My Bop,
1: Hosted by me, Becky Jerrams.
0: And me, Paul Andreas.
1: Join us as we rate a whole host of amazing...
0: And not-so-amazing albums for your listening pleasure.
1: We'll tell you the tracks that are whack.
0: And the songs that are just plain wrong.
1: And also the good songs as well.
0: Today's episode is being recorded on the 29th of February 2020 in Becky's Boudoir. Yay! Yay!
1: Hey! Hey!
0: It's your boy, Paul Andreas, y'all. It's
1: your girl, Becky Jerome, And you're listening to
0: episode four of Rate My Bap, season three.
1: And this is our podcast where we rate and review pop albums, and sometimes musical albums. Is that what we and do? And I think so. Should have known that by now, love. <laughs> and it's usually a complete mess, whatever the structure is. but But you never quite know what you're going to get. And <laughs> remember... It's not about quality. (laughs) (laughs) That is Mm. our motto. Um, but anyway, we hope you enjoy the ride and the little chats, and that maybe it brightens your day hearing us chittering away, chittering, <laughs> chittering, chittering away to you, chattering
0: and tittering <laughs> all at the same time, chittering,
1: chittering.
0: Well, this episode <laughs> for those of you who've managed to stay with us through that, yeah, sorry about that, sorry, um, is all about Charlie XCX's
1: Wait. third album, XCX. A- 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 C- <laughs> It's like a little tag, isn't it, on all of her songs? Eh, 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 X, C, eh. no? You're just holding a big X Yeah, because that's for You've X. You've got to do
0: the C as well. Oh,
1: X, C. There's no point in me doing this on the podcast. No one can see me. Well, you're doing it to me. So <laughs> if
0: you're going to do it, love, do it properly, is what I say. And um, so it's all about her third album, which is originally titled Charlie. Should we give them some
1: stats? Give them, give them to us. Give, Why not? Give them. <laughs> Give them over. <laughs> so,
0: so far, there's been four singles released from this album. Ooh. It was supported by a world tour, which began in September.
1: And is it like a duet album, like a feats album, isn't it? Every Pretty much every song has got um, a featured artist. It's
0: not specifically a feats oh. album, but there are a lot of features on there, pretty good ones <laughs> like as well. Like
1: two-thirds is pretty much feats.
0: It is. Um, upon its release, the album was met with critical acclaim. With praise centered on the album's innovation, production, and songwriting. Charts wise, it has charted number 14 in the UK.
1: Oh, that's and low.
0: Number 42 in the US. That's also even lower. And I'm so surprised. far, it's not been certified with any certification. Oh, really?
1: Has her previous albums, like, have her previous albums, like, charted um, higher? So. Just out of curiosity, because I'm kind of surprised about that, because Charlie is kind of the name on the music industry, isn't she? But perhaps she's like a more of a niche artist or behind the scenes or I don't know. Um, I mean, her last
0: album, which was Sucker, um, entered the UK at number 15. So this was one place higher and it only sold 5,622 copies in its first week.
1: Well, you say and only, but that is a lot of copies. About
0: five thousand, like for an artist on an on a label,
1: I suppose. But I'm, I mean, I'm thinking like in terms of somebody who's like an indie artist, but I guess in on terms a label, of an indie artist, yeah, yeah, on a
0: label. I no just way. think
1: of like Charlie as being way more famous than she is, maybe because well, she's had some big hits. Yeah, she has, she's,
0: and so as a singles artist. She's yeah. done well but yeah. as an albums artist. Maybe that's it. She hasn't. She's a sing. She's a singles girl. But you don't need to do well as an albums artist. And probably in her position, when she's written the song, and it's been successful, then she's probably quids in. Yeah. around. and way she round. does so
1: much songwriting for other people as well. And you know
0: what song she recently co-wrote? Senorita.
1: Yes, I did know Camila that. Cabela,
0: yes, Shawn Mendes. Yep. So she's gonna be calling it in whatever She is way. managing
1: a new band called Nasty Cherry, who have got a Netflix documentary all about how she like made the band and wrote with them and stuff. And um, I freaking love them. They're like a pop rock, grungy. Four-piece girl band. Um, so I would recommend, if you're a Charlie fan, to watch the documentary. It's really oh. good. And I love the band. And they're actually doing well on Spotify.
0: They've got 146,000 monthly listings. Oh, listeners. yeah. Like,
1: this is kind of her new baby is Nasty Cherry. And she's kind of put her business hat on. Because Charlie is the woman who does it all.
0: She is. Um, and she's got 10 million monthly listeners on Spotify.
1: Well, there we so, go Can't fault I'm the sure girl. she ain't
0: worried <laughs> I don't think she is 354th most streamed artist in the world right now Wow. so Charlie's doing alright her album may have only sold 5,000 but <laughs> she's still coining it in so don't feel too sorry for no, her
1: no she's doing alright so uh, what are we, we going to rate the album out of
0: god
1: I, I've got no idea out
0: of XCX's there you go <laughs> How many um, X's did you give this one? She would both reveal at the same time. Okay, I think I know. Like, I'm
1: still humming and harring about my score, but I'm going with it. Okay. I'm going with my gut. Three, three two, one. 3.5. Three three five. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to score this so low. Did you? Yeah, I did, because we were like messaging back and forward, and you sent me a load of, like, snoring face emojis when you were reviewing this album. Oh, my <laughs> which God. Which gave me some indication of how you were feeling about it. I just didn't want to reveal too much about my
0: score. But, but... have
1: you listened to the It more than once? Like, have you lived with yeah, it? Yeah, I have. Okay. And I still
0: don't freaking like it. Okay. And do not ever <laughs> listen to this on a journey going somewhere because you feel like it lasts ten times longer. <laughs> um, I just want to start by saying... Wow, what a journey I went on with this album. (laughs) I was so surprised at the beginning by how good it was and then became very disappointed. I couldn't wait for it to end. It was too long. It was too watered down. All the features are cool, but the only one that really lands is Christine and the Queens. Uh, For me, that stood out by far. Uh, Um, Lizzo. I wouldn't listen again. I feel cheated. <laughs> I was pulled in and then felt like I'd been used. Immediately start singing, I've blaming on your love. So Every I wrote all this stuff and then I, I literally walked away and that song was going round and round in my head. So Come I do on. love the one Yeah, with Lizzo. no, the
1: one with Lizzo is freaking good.
0: Do you know what it is for me, if I'm really honest, is that there are some really good songs on here.
1: Okay. I think there are. That's why I scored it higher, because I think the bangers are banging.
0: The bangers are bangers. However,
1: there is a it's lot of like watered like, down yeah.
0: because as well the vocal production, it's all it's like auto-tune city, this album. Yeah. To the point of where like one song's featuring Haim, and at points you're like, who which parts Time I'm singing and which part is she singing. And I'm disappointed by that because Charlie XCX is a good singer.
1: But I think that this was a stylistic choice because I think that it Charlie... Was. I mean, it, have you heard of... You could P- feel
0: the concept of the album. Have you heard of
1: PC music? No. So there was this whole, like, underground thing that happened for a hot minute called PC Music. And it was kind of... The whole point of it was that it was all very auto-tuned, almost like mm-hmm. Barbie dolls come to life. And it was almost like trying to be shit on purpose. Um, mm. It has a lot of weird experimental production noises. It's got a lot of squeaky voice, auto-tuned vocals. It was kind of a little bit inspired by like, like Japan, I think. And mm-hmm. it was kind of trying to be really quirky and a bit crazy and sort of purposefully trying to do that. That crazy, all sorts of things happening. It's all a bit mad, thing. And I feel like she, I know that she had a little bit of a toe in the water of that um, because some of her other stuff, uh, her EPs in between Sucker and uh, Charlie have been very much what I would consider PC music, which is Mm -hmm. lots of crazy experimental stuff and almost not about the songs, but about making beats and little hooks and little vocal weird things. Um, And I think that maybe she was influenced by that.
0: And I totally understand that, but I feel like if you're doing the... I definitely feel like it's a concept album Mm -hmm. and stylistically it all goes together so well. But the problem is with that... You run the risk of it all blending into the background. It definitely
1: does, but I, I think because it's so long as well, I started to feel by the end. Oh my it god, i was I've, so long. I I've heard wait for this. For it to like, end. I've heard this version of this song. Like I've heard this before, like uh, like four songs ago. It's just re- yeah. recycling,
0: and it was just like. It opened so strongly, like "Gone" with Christine and the Queens. That is it's such a freaking G. brilliant song. But it's track number two on the album. It's, it and peaked it too peaked. soon. I was like, "Oh Do my god!" Do you like god. the
1: opening, "Next Level Charlie"? I think that's kind yeah. of fun. It was fun. I
0: loved it all the way up to cross you out. That uh, was a nice
1: one. Six.
0: I, I liked it up until the song with Haim.
1: Do you know what though? I freaking and love I that song with Haim. Turning. I didn't like that song with Haim at first. I I thought it was weird and I didn't like their voices on it and I yeah. thought it was a missed opportunity. Yes. Yeah, but it's same. one of those ones that you gotta tell me the reason. It's like hypnotic and yeah. the more you listen to it, the more it's like got that kind of dance hall beat and like I actually really like that one with Haim. I think it's it's really weird and unusual. Yeah. Um and the more I you listen like it to was a, it. Like
0: you said, a wasted opportunity. I Still, I know feel what you like mean.
1: That. It could have been, but something I know what bigger. you mean.
0: Hypnotic, and she's gone with that vibe of it all sounding in that element. But
1: White Mercedes, it, I love that one. No. Oh no, that's a standout. It
0: felt like Julia Michaels' style song, even her vocals. Imagine
1: that song um, on an acoustic guitar. Like, I think it's been a bit ruined by the production. Just, yeah, the
0: production when it went into the chorus was like. Why is this song called White Mercedes? I know she sings the words White Mercedes, but it felt like it was completely irrelevant to the content of the song. Mm, I felt like it's scraping the barrel. Um, I like
1: Official. That's a nice one. These are the reasons we make it official. I I said
0: hearing her now, she sounds like Haim. (laughs) Basically, I think overall for me, I felt like, I was losing her identity on this album. Can
1: I just ask because what you... it was so
0: stylistic?
1: Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: I lost her voice as a vocalist. Like there were some bangers, the production on a lot of them was brilliant, but her voice was lost. But so because it was so auto-tuned, it could yeah. have been anyone friggin' singing it. And
1: Sucker, I have to say, Sucker is one of my all time favourite albums. Ever, it's, got it's one of my all-time favorites. I think mm. it's absolutely incredible—the songwriting, the vocals, the the lyrics, everything—and mm. like, I just feel since then she's gone like downhill for me, not up. Mm. She's she's tried to, I guess maybe she thought it was too poppy, and she's wanting to do something more cool and hipster. But... Well,
0: I think she's trying to find her her where she feels happiest, and I th- I feel like she's not necessarily. Happy being a huge commercial artist. Mm. I think she likes being on a bit of a lower key level. She seems to have really tapped into the LGBT community and is almost like trying to take that as like her core fan base. I
1: think you're right. I think she doesn't want to be of mainstream. Features. No, and She's doing what the hell she wants to do. Yeah.
0: A lot of the features on this album are LGBT people. Oh,
1: yeah, I didn't think about that. Because you've
0: got Big Frida. Christine
1: and the Queens. Christine and
0: the Queens. Troy Kim, Sivan. Uh, Kim Petras. It's all, like, LGBTQ community. Yeah, album. I never thought of that.
1: And it's all... I remember listening to this podcast, and it was all about Charlie XCX and how, like, clever she is with who she picks to go on her albums. And it said on this podcast that... Um, Uh, all of the people that were picked on this album it was kind of when they were just about to like have their peak of fame because Lizzo wasn't really that famous no. when she did this track with Charlie no. Christine I mean she had had that big hit but she hadn't really come out with her newer no. stuff yet no. Kim Kim Petras Kim I think she was like on the cusp of being this really big artist Like, mm. she's very calculated with who she picks and she picks people who are maybe not so big and are smaller and gives them that boost up and also rides on their peak of fame Like, she's very clever with who she picks to collaborate with and I think she goes with who she wants to work with, not who she thinks she has to. And mm. she can afford to do whatever the fuck she wants because she's Charlie XEX. And I think you're right. She doesn't want to have necessarily fame and fortune. She just wants to have fun, have f- fans. She's and clearly she's very that.
0: well connected oh, to very. assemble this all-star cast on her album, considering she's not even an album seller. Yeah. You know, this album People is just love not her, even I guess. certified. So, yeah, she's clearly well-connected, well-liked.
1: Can I ask Um, you what you think of the song Shake It?
0: (laughs) Oh, pile of shit.
1: (laughs) Because I've written... That was
0: my worst one.
1: I've written, I hate this so much. It's like a living nightmare, and the lyrics are disgusting.
0: (laughs) I said... Features a plethora of artists and Big Freedia, gay rapper. I now feel like she's cashing in on the LGBTQ scene because she's no longer having boom clap moments. I never it's thought so this. It's kind of weird. Until listening to this album, I feel fooled. Terrible song. This isn't even drag race worthy.
1: Say what you mean.
0: Yeah, I felt but really I do, annoyed by that song.
1: I do go around the house going... I should get I shake it, I should get I, should shake it, I shake it. I, shake it, I, shake I thought <laughs> it, big pile ah,
0: of shit, ah. but it's made it onto our album. It's like
1: how I imagine you and me if we got drunk and raided a studio, like yeah. what we would come up with. And then you were like getting really drunk and like yeah, 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 I shake my pussy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like that is what it would we That's would make, what we do most yeah. Nights. Um, I don't. Do so you know yeah. what as well? I don't. I'm not that keen on 1999 as a song. And I really
0: I, liked it when it came out, but when I listened to it within this album, just a, I don't like the melody. I think the it's, same effect. I think
1: it's, it's fun, a fun concept, and it's fun to have you know all the names of the songs. But and then doing the 2099, it's like didn't a step need too it. Far. Didn't need it. It was pointless, and it was a rubbish song. I think 2099. Yeah, I
0: feel like they missed a big opportunity uh, with Click. It should have been called Clit, because it features Clit. Kim Kim Patrash. <laughs> who's obviously transgender. Um, I loved the production on that, but the ending literally makes your ears bleed. Do you remember oh, the ending to that one? Like,
1: it, yes.
0: And when you listen to an on Netflix, you're like, what the fuck
1: is going I, on? I wrote, find this quite exhausting to listen to. <laughs> Do I love it or do I this hate it? it? The There's rap is the best nine. bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was very intrigued by that one, but it should have been called Clear.
1: Um, I think she'd go for that, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. So uh, to summarise, my favourite <laughs> by far was Gone Christine and the Queens.
1: That is an amazing song. The thing for me is like, th- like I said, the songs that are great are so good and Gone is so good Blame Mm. It On Your Love is so good I like The Home One I really like White Mercedes I think like to me almost if it had been like a six track EP I think it would have been amazing but there was just too many songs it got watered down watered down and it was so so samey sounding Mm. and maybe that was just part of the problem was that there was just too much that sounded too similar maybe some of these songs isolated on their own had you not heard all those other ones around it it would have had a better reaction to do it, but. Yeah, which I think I did when I listened to them all the singles when they came out.
0: I thought, oh yeah, this is part of the reason why I wanted us to do the album, and mm. I was up for us doing the album because I really like her. I think she's really talented, but I know th- what they were, what she was trying to do with this album, which is make it sound cohesive. Yeah, and like you said, PC music. That's exactly what she was trying to do. So if you like that, yeah. you will love the album. It's
1: almost like a fashion trend, you know what I mean? It's almost yeah. like it's trendy. She yeah. knows that her audience like to be on the cusp of something that's new. Yeah. And it, it's not an album to listen to in the way that you listen to music. It's an album, you, like you listen to Shake It. That's not a, a song that you listen to because you want to hear a catchy song, is it? It's, no. it's freaky and it's, and it's making an impact. And it's something that you can be like, oh, well, I listen to this and I'm cool. Yeah. You know? Well, and the album. <laughs> has been met
0: with universal acclaim. You know,
1: people love it.
0: So, but for me, it's experimental. I know her other songs and I know what she's capable of and just it's not my favorite. But I obviously, think she's done better. if she's
1: just written Senorita, like she obviously still has those pop sensibilities within her. She's just yeah. choosing not to do that. Which, she doesn't want if to. This she's is a, happy. It's a stylistic choice, isn't it? It's not because she can't write fucking amazing pop songs because, because we she know can. she can. Yeah. She just doesn't want to sing them because she probably doesn't think she they're doesn't cool enough. She doesn't
0: want to be mainstream. No,
1: she wants to be quirky, weird, so and, she's and not unusual. Be. And that's. Her choice, and she's, you know, really rocking that vibe if you're really into it. Mm. I'm just not sure if I 100% was. But I didn't hate it, and I think you that gave it three and a half. I did. That's a good score. Maybe I should have gone bugged it down to a three. I don't know. Like, I think... The ones I love, I love them so much. That's what gave it that score. Mm. I thought, I can't give anything with Gone by Christine and the Queens and Charlie XEX anything less than 3.5. And that's such a sexy song. Oh, the, the video. video. Oh, my amazing. God. I became a lesbian when I watched that video. I was just like, I think take did. me. I'm yeah. I'm here on this car bonnet with you. I don't care. Just take me. <laughs> so
0: freaking sexy. I'll be interested to see what she does next because I don't think this is an album you can... Do another one that sounds the same as this album. I feel like it's a moment in time. She'd be a
1: one-trick pony if she did that and everyone would just lose interest.
0: she's going to switch it up again and do something new next time I think. hope she does.
1: I really wanted to go back to pop, Charlie, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think she'll just do the pop for other people. I think the
0: moment's passed with her for some reason.
1: Yeah. She might go really urban. I don't think she liked...
0: I don't think she enjoyed being on that
1: scale big. Perhaps that's it. Perhaps she's so good that she scares herself in a way. Mm. You know, if she was to write and the thing it's is, some amazing we're not songs, not all meant to be
0: at the front. You no. know, she might be comfortable being on stage, but maybe she wants to be on a smaller scale so she can express this experimental side rather yeah. than, you know.
1: And of... she likes to be behind the scenes, she likes to be a manager, she likes to be a songwriter. She's swimwriter. clearly very creative. She's, so... She loves the performance as well, but she yeah. just likes to have. A finger in every pie, and that's super smart, and I have to take my hat yeah. off to her. Yeah, she's an amazing too. businesswoman, she's an amazing woman in music, and you know, she's doing great and she's doing exactly what she wants on her own terms, and mm. I can't fault her for it really.
0: Mm, you can't.
1: You cannot. So I won't. But you will give her two out of five. I will. X C X. X get she get, uh, and Charlie, get, should... would you listen
0: to this, babe. It's not personal. I still love you, alright?
1: <laughs> I don't think she's going to be listening to this somehow. She might do. She's not going to listen to any more after this, that's for sure. Maybe true. we should rate Sucker. Maybe. Because, you know, I just want to go on forever about how much I love Sucker. Mm. But, who we'll knows? Say that to another Till episode. another year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, love. So, I hope you've loves. enjoyed me slagging off Charlie. Yeah, X-X if you're a Charlie XCX
1: fan, <laughs> you may never listen to our podcast again. But no, we do love her. Just, you know. We're all allowed
0: our Lotus moment, aren't we? <laughs> our no, Bionic. Bionic. Jeez. We should rate we're Bionic. Ex all Bionic. A Bionic and a Witness moment.
1: Witness by Katy Perry moment. Yeah. Yep. But only one. Yeah, so, so come what on she Charlie. Does next bring is it on. very important. Bring it on for the next album. Yeah. If you have any requests of what you'd like us to review next, we're gonna do a new batch of episodes in the next month or two. So send us your requests, love. Yeah.
0: And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, rate my book.
1: And Twitter, rate my book. And Facebook, rate my but. And I don't know what else we're on. Um, just everything. Like I don't even know where the podcast Gmail, goes rate to. My bot. Spotify. Podcast
0: at gmail.com. Oh yeah, you
1: can send us an email. Yeah, you can just Apple say.
0: Podcast. Leave us a review. Yes, get us up the charts, that babes. Would
1: be very, very, very helpful. <laughs> very, <laughs> very, very, very. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye of this episode because I cannot speak any longer. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>